Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5. And you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onicole, on www.rapstation.com. Such a beautiful setting. Life's good. My music's finally spreading. Looking back on the time when I wasn't getting the recognition deserved, but I'm hanging on by a threading. I'm letting go of the guilt and the pain that I once carried. Could have been a victim myself, but escaped barely. I rarely make excuses. Look what he endured. My girl left the same week I had to leave on tour. Damn. Bay Area MC artist Locksmith joins me today in the library with Tim Meinenkel on rapstation.com to talk about his newest album, Lofty Goals, out now. Lost Smith, welcome to the library with Tim Minecall and Rap Station. Thank you so much, man. Happy to be here. In my relationship, it could be worse. But instead, he works with more passion than I started with. Rather say it now than resent you because I harbored it. Lofty Girls was created um, as you were touring. Uh, when did you find time to write this? And did you ever take what you kind of re- you wrote and for Lofty Girls and kind of use it as a test on the audience just to see what their reaction would be? Not so, not not a lot. I mean, um, like I say, I, I will say, I guess I finished um, my last album, put out my last album last year uh, in April. And um, I would say I was completely finished with that album around, you know, January of uh, 2014. So around that time, um, so I had already kind of started working on Lofty Goals while I was, before the next album was out. Oh, wow. Just, you know, just because I had ideas and, you know, like artists, you know, you know, when you're inspired and you have ideas, you just kind of have to follow it. You know, you don't want to pass up the opportunity when you have ideas. But at the same time, you're you're getting ready to promote the next record. You're, you know, you're doing shows. And, you know, I was very, um, very lucky to be able to, you know, get on some tours and travel Europe and travel the U.S. and, and do those kind of things. But I still had these ideas. So in between time while I was at home, I was like, you know, coming back to the studio again with my partner, Mike. And we were like, you know, kind of, you know, working on beats and doing certain kind of things. And um, when I would get, you know, when I was on the road, I would come up with song ideas. But, you know, for me, I mean, like I said, this is last year or the last uh, 18 months or so was the most that I've spent like touring and, and doing shows. So it was kind of a challenge for me because I had never done that before. I had never like been able to not like get in the studio when I needed to or right. just, you know, just have lots of time to do what I needed to do. So 
it was just kind of a, you know, at first I was just, you know, there may have been like a little frustration, like, ah, but at the same time, it's like, hey, I'm getting a tour. I'm getting to, you know, expose my music to more people. So that's a great thing. So I just had to kind of learn to balance. And then I would go home and kind of work on the songs in between. And then when I had like a chunk of time, I would really try to spend as much time. So there really wasn't any free moments to do anything else. And then towards the end, I started kind of like testing out the material you know, a song here, a song there, but I didn't really start performing any of it until I, you know, started actually releasing it. And mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, let me just, you know, I, I put I put this song out. I think the first song that I put out was Blinded, which features uh, Jaron Bitten and Futuristic. And, um, you know, uh, so once I put that song out, I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me test this out, let me perform it. So much failure felt like my heart burst. I came to eat off the hors d'oeuvres. The bullies home, I'm about to more nerves. So what the fuck you when I was hurting? Success was looking so uncertain. I couldn't afford a Christmas day. Once I did it, it was a great response. But, you know, that song in itself, when I did it, I kind of had the feel, just the way the beat and the way everything is arranged. I felt like it would be a good song to perform anyway. So it was just, it was great to get out there and do it. I want to talk about one of the tracks. Uh, I want to feel a lot of the tracks in the album, but um, on the song, on the track uh, "Careful," you talk about the speed bump. The, you, you know, you talk about how your mom said, "Watch out, there's gonna be speed bumps in this road if you make it, or when you make it big." Uh, what are these speed bumps, and how have you prepared for them? You know, I'm still trying to recognize them to some degree. You know, sometimes you don't notice a speed bump until after you went over it, and you're like, "Oh, ish, that was a speed bump." You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think when I was saying that lyric, I was just saying that my mom was like, yo, there are going to be some things. So like, don't, you know, some, like you may not even be prepared for it, but know that, you know, when you go through them, that's normal, you know, and to, you know, sometimes you may not know to the last minute. Sometimes you may not know till already you already hit, you know, till you already driven over it, but don't, don't let it affect you. Stay focused on what you're doing. Always believe that, you know, there's something greater than you and to, you know, stay humble in, in those kind of lessons. I mean, my whole career has been, you know, <laughs> obstacles and hurdles and, and speed bumps. I mean, you know, I've been rapping for quite some time, you know, um, you know, going back to when I was in a group and all the way until now. So, you know, you get to that, you get, you start, hopefully you mature and you gain some wisdom, you know, with each speed bump, you gain, you know, gain some wisdom, whether it be, you know, going through the whole phase of being in a group and going through the battle rapping, you know what I mean? And, and then, you know, learning how to write songs and create songs, learning how to perform these songs, learning how to deal, you know, sitting at home and wishing and wanting and hoping to go on tour and to have your videos played and people know you and then to start getting a little bit of notoriety and to people starting to know the, the your songs and stuff and how how to deal with the anxiety and how to deal with the you know because these are real things right. you know and you have to how to do it and then hopefully you over the years you've gained enough wisdom where you can at least you know prepare yourself for it to some extent oh one thing i've really always appreciated about your work is that you're very you're very personal with your audience do you write these something like when you write something about like a relationship you had or or a relationship ending are you writing as this is happening or do you wait till it kind of it, it resolves itself or just finishes until you start writing, reflect back at what, what happened? Um, kind of a little bit of both. I mean, like I don't write lyrics down, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I haven't done that in quite some time, you know, maybe, I don't know, 15 years or so. I haven't written anything down. So I'm like always constantly writing, you know, like mm-hmm. when I have conversations with people, when I'm interacting with people, you know, my natural instinct is to, how can I make this a song or something? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I guess it's just, you know, just over the years and you're just constantly creating. And, um, 
and even if I'm not thinking, I guess it's probably happening on a subconscious level, you know, right. you know, right at the, right before I put out a thousand cuts, um, you know, I, me and the, um, my, my, my ex that we were with, we, we split up at the time, you know, I just had a lot of emotions and, you know, I didn't, you know, didn't really know how to, I didn't even know what to think. And I was busy and I didn't even have time to really even, you know, um, soak in the fact that we weren't even together anymore and then when i got back i was like yo we're not we're really not together you know right this is, this is weird because we had been together for so long even though we're very good friends and we're still i mean she's like my best friend you know you know you still go through things you still feel a little bit of hurt you still feel a little bit of like wonder like what what happened what goes on so i guess that song just came out of that and Like you the only person I'm honest with The only one I've ever kept a promise with The only time I ever let some drama slip Is when we first started, you caught it, I acknowledged it You said you wanted change, I let you switch the plan You said you hated games, I left you in command You said you needed space, I gave you space A month later, I see you with this on Instagram Oh, I mean, I guess you're never really out of something you know what i mean you're always in it so <laughs> you're always kind of like you're always kind of in it you know like i'm still in it to some degree you know what i mean even though like i feel like every person that you're interacting with in your life you know especially a person that you had such a close relationship with whether it be you know romantic level or just you know platonic or whatever you know if you if there's a close relationship you're a piece of you is always going to be in that and mm -hmm. uh i guess you just have to be able to access it as a songwriter you want to be able to access those those emotions. Gotta let you go. I'd rather be with you, you already know. I wanna see you through, but I'm letting go. I know you feel it too. As you just mentioned, you're still friends with this uh your ex since you are very personal in your writing and you talk about you know as mentioned your friends and family and even your exes or your ex uh is there any uh i mean do you ever run these i guess do you ever run these tracks kind of by them before you you put them out and plus or and also do you ever worry that do you ever not do you ever not release a track because you're worried that there will be a negative response from the person that you're talking about well i've never not released a track but um like i said because you know, me and um, because we're so close, we're best friends, you know, like we're just very good friends. We both love music. So I often play her a lot of my songs, you know what I mean? Regardless of the subject matter, you know, not not because, oh, do you think this is OK? Just be just just her, you know, just honest opinion, you know, because, you know, you have to have people that you trust to play your music for and to tell you, you know, what you like, and what you don't like. When I, uh, you know, I play her the songs and you know what I mean? You know, of course, there. You know, there. Of course, there are some. You know, I mean, concerns or whatever. But for the most part, it's like, yo, you know, I like this. This is good. You know. So w once I feel that, once I hear that, I feel, I feel good. I pretty, feel, you know, I pretty much feel good about what I'm doing, and when I go forward with it. There's boxes, and then there's blinded, which you've mentioned blinded, uh, and they're they're two completely tracked, but they come kind of back to back on the album. Mm -hmm. As mentioned, you talked about. Uh, I mean. Uh, boxes about a relationship and your and pretty much your dependability on this person and then blind it takes on the kind of f everybody attitude in regards to the music business uh yeah why put these tracks together the reason was it was like um you have the first song second song so i believe boxes is number four i don't know when i when i craft albums i kind of look at them and i kind of like make them in chapters 
Right. You know what I mean? Some chapters are longer than the other. So sometimes I make them in like chapters of two or three songs, sometimes four songs. Just to kind of give you a breakdown, you know, when you look at lessons, that's the first song. I kind of looked at like that as the introduction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then um, Careful is the next song. And that's just like jumping right in the thick of it. You know what I mean? It's like, boom, right here. Right. You know what I mean? I've been dealing with this my whole life. So it's just like, okay, we're right in the present time. And then for now, it's kind of like the next chapter. And I feel like for now and boxes are in the chapter together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like saying, you know, um, for now, it's just like it's, it's inspirational saying, believe in yourself no matter what, you know, you can bounce back from it. You, if you keep going, if you believe in yourself. And I feel like boxes is kind of the similar thing. It's like, look, I, you know, you're saying like, I really want to be with this person. I really love you. But, you know, at some point in time, I have to let go. I have to stand on my own, you mm. know? Yeah. And and that's what that's about. And then by the time you get to blind it, it's saying like, yo, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, you know, and, and it's saying, you know, and you kind of just like lashing out like, I don't, you know, like, oh, this, you know, it's all about me. So that's how they, that's how they connect. Mm. We've obviously talked about, you know, how open you are in your music. And, and, and I, when I was listening to the track, The Love, there's this line, you know, towards the beginning he says still holding on to it onto this front people stop and chat your life's intact give a swift pat on the back rather conceal than reveal it's broken uh as an artist who is you know truly you know you you let fans know what's going on in your life how do you how do you manage to keep a front well um well just to like uh uh, go back to what you were saying before that particular song definitely was I wrote while I was right in the middle of it you know uh, what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely what I was feeling at that exact moment like I think I was maybe going to meet with like mutual friends you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I was just like driving across the Bay Bridge and I was just like wasting these moments emotions motion my motives and most of it molds my character Married to my ego, fornicate with hysteria, staring back like I'm back on the back of my black diamond. Back tennis ball in the spokes, racing from sirens, defining my findings, finally finding my faith contested. Unbeknownst to any ounce of jealousy that was sequestered, detected my own faults, acknowledged my arrogance. Look back at my past tweets, felt a sense of embarrassment. Bearing with my girl leaving, been six months, but I'm still coping, still holding on to this front. Puncture the spills open, people stop and chat, like your life's intact. Give a swift pat on the back, rather concealed than reveal it's broken. Still promoting this image like, of truth. I'm gonna have to put on this front like everything is cool but really i'm kind of hurt you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that was what came out exactly while i was writing you know what i mean so that's definitely one of those moments i don't know man you know how do you how do you do it uh i mean you know you just you know that you got to keep going you know you i mean for me i, I very much bury myself or i very much immerse myself into into music into you know into the arts into the videos into performing and just you know and then you know every day i guess it gets a little bit easier whatever you're dealing with hopefully and um you know i try to confront it in my music i try to confront myself in my music so it's it's therapeutic for me so i I guess to answer it's just to really immerse myself into into the art has 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 writing for therapy is it different for you i gotta say when you first started out right you you didn't when you first started writing you you I, I imagine you didn't know who was going to listen to your stuff right, uh, and then you get a fan base and you have people buying your albums going to your shows. Uh, does writing 
using your art as therapy differ for you now that people are listening versus when you when you first started out or is it kind of the same result um i don't i don't know really know man you know i haven't really uh i don't i don't think so you know what i mean i mean you definitely want people to hear what you're doing you know what i mean like you you want to share like I, my, my goal is always to share and yeah i mean it does it does make a difference it is different because hopefully because you affect people you know what i mean so it makes you feel like oh like you know to me it, it feels good that I, knowing that somebody is having a that hopefully it's having a positive effect and when people write me you know i get messages from people saying like yo man your music inspired me and and it, and I know it just motivates you. For me, it, it just makes me want to go harder. It makes me want to just continue to keep on finding different ways to be creative. It's, it's motivation and it's inspiration. When I see other people inspired, it, it inspires me. And um, it's very much, uh, yeah, it's just, it's I don't know, it's just great fuel to keep going. Uh, a few more tracks I'd like to talk about, and I, and I, and I, I we'll, we'll, we'll move on from the, the, the therapy part of it. Uh, no, no, it's all good. Uh, um, on, on your website, uh, IamLock.com, you talk about the track uh, 10K on the Rims. 10K on the Rims doesn't have a hook, and Careful doesn't have a hook on it as well. Uh, why those two tracks without hooks? Just, you know, there's no really no method or no reason for it. I just, you know, I just wanted to, sometimes, you know, you don't have to follow the standard. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah way of doing things you know what i mean you just do what feels right you know you you know with 10k i just wanted to let loose you know what i mean when i heard the beat i just liked the beat and i could have made it like a cool I, you know matter of fact i tried to make a course i tried to do like a little course before maybe like a little course after and it just didn't feel right you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i was just like yo why why force it you know what i'm saying like there's and then I asked, and I was like, yo, why are you trying to make it something that it isn't? Like, this is what it is. Just let it be, mm. you know? And then, and then I thought about, at first that beat, that track didn't even have any, it didn't even like all those like hits and those strings and the pad sounds, you know, like, like none of that was there at first. It was just drums and just like bass. And it was just like one of those kind of tracks, you know what I mean? And it sounded dope that way, but I was just like, you know what? If I want to keep people's attention as much as I like it, I want to make it a little bit more, you know, give it a little bit more dynamic. So then, because um, that track was produced by a very a, a young dude, 16 years old from Queens, wow. uh, my boy Mars, Mars Boy Genius. And he played me that beat. I was like, yo, I love this. And I, and I, and I wrote the verse. And then um, and I recorded it and I was like, yo, this is dope. And I even shot the video, you know what I mean? And then I was just like, but yo, it needs a little, some more elements. So then I went back in and uh, me and my partner, Mike Blankenship, we added, um, we added the extra sounds, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The strings. And then we arranged it a little bit different just to, I don't know, just to give it, I felt like to give it more, a little bit more excitement. So it's just not a complete you know, like freestyle or it's like, you know what I mean? I wanted to add a couple musical elements to show the dynamics and the, you know, to accentuate the verse, you know? Yeah, so that, that's what I did with that track and then Careful, it's kind of a similar thing. I just wanted a track that was just, you know, where I was just talking, you know, where you just concentrated on exactly what I was talking about and to bring you in, to let you know where I'm at. I've been dealing with this my whole life. Other people's opinions I used to hold tight. 
I had to ask myself, would you rather be broke and have friends or get money with those you don't like? Quick decision when it's and you ain't meant to rise. Cause jealousy is just insecurity in disguise. The stench of pride is what's holding you zigging back. So I don't feature on a track unless you paying or I sense a vibe. I just felt like a hook wasn't necessary. I, you know, and, and I kind of wanted the album to have a little, like, I feel like a thousand cuts. Uh, I'm very proud of that album, um, obviously. And it was very cohesive. And it was very just like you could follow it, I think, pretty well musically. In this album, I wanted to um I wanted to have a little bit more peaks and valleys. Mm. You know what I mean? So I that's why I chose to have songs like that, you know, where I could just like let loose. Whereas the last album I didn't I didn't have that. You know what I mean? It were it was even more storytelling. So it was just like I did things, I did some things the same, even more so on this album, and then I did some things even more different. To, I feel like just to kind of balance it out. The track American Beauty, I was, you know, I was trying to figure out uh, whom the subject matter is about on this track. And I saw some people write that's about a woman, but I, but I, I've convinced myself that it could easily be about hip hop culture and rap music. W am I wrong? <laughs> uh, I'm no comment. I'm not even comment. I want to leave, I want to leave that one for interpretation, man. You know what I mean? Right. I was watching, um, I was just in New York. And um, so, you know, I've spent a lot of time in New York and um, like a lot over the last few years, but I've never got a chance to, I never got a chance to go to the museums, mm. you know, some of the art galleries. So this time I actually had some time um, and I got to go visit, you know, I got to do like some tourist stuff. Like I went and saw the Statue of Liberty, you know what I mean? Nice. Just like that. Yeah. And then I, and I got to go to, you know, I got to see some art exhibits. I went to a few museums and I don't know where I was at or what it was. I don't know, but it was just about uh, some, I think some exhibit, I was watching some documentary that was inside the exhibit or something. They were talking about the way the art is and how, you know, how certain, how art can influence people. And sometimes the artist's intent you don't really know what it is and i don't know for this kind of song i'm just gonna i, I want to kind of just leave it as maybe i don't know i think it's probably better if we don't know what the artist's intent is and people mm. just kind of just enjoy it for what it is but I, you know right. it's a song i'm proud of my american beauty Devoted, yes, without motive, yes. When you around, nobody or someone notice less. You give me reason, I'm out, an uneven amount. A side look, and that's the reason I doubt. I'm not trying to put you in pressure, but I see what it's about. But I feel a different impression when it's me and you out. When you show me a little love, I purchase it like a drug. Got the whole world hooked, and that's the reason we out. And I sort of feel like a fiend, sort of feel like it's mean. She flirting with other lads, it's killing my self esteem, it's killing my confidence. I'm hanging on by a string, my beautiful nightmare, my bright American dream. And uh, she's so bad, but uh, she's so pretty And uh, she shut down, but uh, I'm so privy And uh, y'all can hate, but it's clear to me She been everywhere in the world, but she's still with me With those it's, 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 a, it's a great song, it's one of my favorites on the album Thank you, man, thank you And that was kind of weird for me, too, because at first You know, that song is old Like, that song was going to be on a thousand cuts There were some things going on where I just wasn't able to get it on At that time but I always loved the song. And then when the opportunity came and I was just like, yo, 
I want to use the song. And then, you know, I spoke with the producer, uh, Nick Knack, who's, you know, super, super um, talented producer from, from the Bay Area. Um, you know, he's produced stuff for Chris Brown and, you know, some, some massive records. And then when I was able to do this record, I was, you know, I was excited about it and to be able to finally release it. And um, I don't know, I think it's a, I think it's a great record too. And then the second part of the beat, um, myself and Mike Blankenship, we produced that. I just wanted to give it a, you know, a little bit of a different dynamic and, you know, take it somewhere else. Like these jealous hoes try to keep you on your toes, but there's a lot that we can learn from you. Word from you in the text, you're not one to be controlled, you're not easily impressed. I'm not trying to get you home, I just want to see you blessed. Mama don't understand, that's why you always seem stressed. They try to judge you for the things you've done, like they never been hurt, never been young. Regardless of circumstance, still advance, but it's not a move. You're my American beauty. There's a few tracks on the album where at the end you slow down the beat to either be very yeah. simple and you rhyme over it. Um, why do you, I mean, I, I imagine you do that just to really highlight your lyrics, but why, why do you do that? Or how, and when do you choose to do that? You know what? I just like to, I, I don't, I just get bored, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I want to, I want to, uh, musically, you know, it's, that's, it's less about the lyrics, but more about the music. You know, I like to, um, I just like music to have, you know, to show progression, you know, mu sonically, I want, I want this track to go in different places. So if I'm going to do three verses, or I'm going to do, you know what I mean? Or have just something right out at the end. I, I like to do, I like the beat to progress, you know, sometimes when it feels right, you know, if it doesn't, if it feels right, just keep it that way. That's fine. You know, but yeah, that, that song tell me careful, you know, when you hear, there's these pretty drastic changes, you know, in the music. I don't know. I just, I like it, man. I like the music. I like to go on a journey, you know, and I feel like the tone. And then I have this idea where I like, I want to talk about something. So I was like, yo, the beat's got to change here, you know? Mm -hmm. So is that more in the, is that more in the moment for you? Like in the recording process? I mean, for example, um, when I interviewed a DJ Newmark, when he was doing an album with uh, Slim Kid Trey, we talked about his beat progression. And he said, I, you know, I asked him, like, how does that happen? And he says, well, it's, it's hard to explain. It's like really a feel like, you know, you're in studio and you're like, I'm gonna press that, you know, that button or whatever, and the B comes in. Is that something that happens with you with when you want to do stuff like this? Um, sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's a thing where I listen to the song, and I just like, like for instance, with uh, tell me that song was done, and I was just like, oh, I think it would be crazy if I just, you know what I mean? If I if, if I do a third verse and it just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just always wanted to do something that just felt like. It was from another time period, like the pianos sound like some, you know, uh, Barry Lyndon, uh, you know, Stanley Kubrick, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like feel where it's like, you know, 17th century or some something like that. You know what I mean? Or yeah. something weird. I just wanted to do something like that. And then I took the beat to a very like low place and kind of sinister feel. And yeah, so I just, I don't know. I just, you know, always kind of thinking of things creatively to, uh, to do. I mean, if I spent more time on it, I probably would have did more. <laughs> you know what I mean? But eventually it's like, all right, you know, let's just turn this, let's get this thing done and let's finish it up. But yeah. Cool. And I, and I saw, I really liked it because it's, it, I like those parts because I felt like it was a new track. It was kind of like a new track of the album, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love that issue. I mean, I love when it's, when I hear other artists do it and especially when it's done right. Like it's just like, I think it's so cool. Mm. yeah no it was definitely um yeah no it was i would like have to look at my ipod i'm like wait did i just miss the track uh 
I want to go to two more tracks on the album. Um, you know, Lessons is you know the, one of the first track on the album, and then there's uh, Fallen. Uh, and there's two different takeaways on this track for me. Uh, the first track is about what you've learned from events, obstacles in your life. Uh, and then Fallen seems to address what us humans haven't learned from social, race, and class injustices. Uh, mm -hmm. Can you talk about like, kind of these two tracks a little more, but also, uh, you know, and, and once again, it has to do with chapters, right? So uh, why is Lessons the first chapter, and then why is Fallen the last chapter? Well, Lessons... Uh... That was the first song that I wrote for the album. I don't know. Things just kind of work out like that for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, not always, not always, uh, but recently it kind of like, I usually record the first song of the album within like the first couple. I usually write it within the first couple songs that I write. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It just happens that way. Cause I, like, that's how I get myself started. I don't plan it that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't, not saying it's going to happen like that again, but it usually kind of, you know, feels that way, you know? So it's just like, oh, this this feels like this could be the first song, you know what I mean? And um, it just kind of goes that way. And it, I don't know, I kind of feel like it, like, because when I first really, when I first initially started writing the album, I um, I wanted to release it in the same year as a thousand cuts. You know what I mean? That was my goal. I was like, you know, it would be cool if I could get two albums out in one year. I've never done that before. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And, um, but just because of um, time, because I kept leaving, you know what I mean, to do shows and kept. So it was just like, you know, I had a lot of majority of everything written, you know, but I couldn't get back in time to finish beats and do this kind of thing. And, and I was just like, you know, there's no point in rushing it, you know, mm -hmm. but the whole concept behind the album, I guess it still is, is that I was basically talking about everything that happened within like the last six months of my life. Like, so it was just very much reflective of what was going on right there you know i didn't want to think about it too much i just wanted to the subject matter to just let it let it go and that's pretty much what it was so when i so lessons was like the, that that was what was going on right at that time you know around june or whatever you know or you know whenever may so i just wanted that to reflect that and then fallen was the last song that i wrote you know what I mean? that i recorded um and it was just very much what was going on at, you know at the time you know what's going you know when you look at the news and all the 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 violence and stuff that you know that we see you know on the news and what's going on and you know especially here in our country and then you know just being observant of what's going on on social media and the way people react to things and i just you know i, I wanted to make a song i wanted to be mindful of not placing judgment on anybody or anything but just saying like yo we need to look at ourselves and the way we digest these things and the way we interact with one another that that song was just kind of like and then me personally feeling like, yo, I'm just kind of lost in this thing. Like, I don't even know what to feel anymore because everywhere I look, there's some violence going on. People were spewing hatred back and forth at one another. They want, they don't want to acknowledge or take responsibility for the things that they're going through. So. I don't know if that song was just, you know, and it was the last song that I recorded. I woke up feeling helpless. The television depresses me. Emotional propaganda represses me. I try to spread love instead, but every time I look up, another body is bled, another quote is fed, another death, no indictment. The media reacts with excitement. The right wing says poor people are criminals. Natural law, these deaths are the residuals. A necessary means that justify the ends. In order to survive, you sacrifice some limbs. The system is implied. You want to get out alive. You either fall in line or you wind up like them. And this is just the root of a bigger issue that lingers. Conspiracy theorists scream more coffins for FEMA. Worst case, you could have shot him in his femur. We all have to answer the time. The Redeemer. Redeemer. 
what, what's the most, uh, I guess, important song for you on the album? Uh, I mean, obviously that might change tomorrow, right? So, but as of today, what would the most important song be for you? That's, you know, that's a hard one. I, I try to think about that because people ask me what's my favorite song or what's, I mean, my favorite song is Boxes, you know, because it's just very personal to me, you know, and, um, you know, it has very much to do with, you know, my relationship that I was in, and my best friend, and, you know, it's um, it's just an emotional song, you know what I mean? So that that's my favorite song. I just like the, the music and the melody. I don't know. I just find myself, you know, if I have to listen to my music, I like, you know what I mean? I like kind of skip to that one. Like, I like that one, you know what I mean? But... I don't know. I don't have a definitive, you know, if, I mean, I, I feel like they're all equally important. They're all connected to some degree. Maybe I have to live with it a little bit more to feel like, I feel like to know what's, what's most important. I, you know, last album, it was kind of straight clear, you know, with, you know, the hardest song ever. I was just like, yo, I was just so proud of that song. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Once I got it, once I got it done and once I got it out there in the video, I was just proud of that. You know what I mean? I, I, I wear that song still to this day, like a badge of honor, you know? It's just very important. With this album, it's the whole body of work, man. You know what I mean? It's just mm -hmm. like the whole body of work. I'm I'm just extremely happy and grateful. Every album, man. Every album. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. You know, I once it's done, I I, I you know, I'm just like, I don't know how I'm gonna make another album. But then, you know, words yeah, like words start coming. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's just like, oh, I wanna talk about this. So I don't you know, it's just uh it's weird, you know, but I'm very, I'm just proud that I was able to get this album done because, you know, it's, it's a weird thing, man. I, I don't know how other artists deal with it. You know, um, I haven't really had too many conversations with other rappers about this, but, you know, as you progress or as you, you know, especially being independent, as you evolve, as your career evolves, hopefully, you know, you know, you have to deal with more issues, you know, you get more busy, you know, you get busier, you, you have to go on the road, you have more things you have to tend to, you know, hopefully you're selling merch, hopefully, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of things that you have to keep tabs on, you know, this is my first time doing it. So it gets a little different, you know, this album was the creative process, you know, I, I, I don't feel like it was difficult, but just everything else around it, you know, it was, it was a little difficult, you know, because you want to get features. So now you're like, you know, you're talking to different people or maybe different people's managers or different artists. And you kind of, you know, so sometimes it can be difficult to get everything done or you're working with, you know, I work, I collaborated with a lot of producers on this album, not necessarily like they did beats, but, you know, I may have a, one producer like, yo, man, could you play a bass line on this? Or could you, you know, maybe help with the drums on this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just like corralling all that together, uh, it was quite a bit of work, you know? But when you're in the moment, you're creating, you you go through it, you know what I mean? Then afterwards, it's like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, I got it, you know? Right. But, um, I'm just proud. I'm just very proud of how, you know, it was able, it was all to, to come together. I'm very happy with the result of how it came together. So I'm just very proud of the whole project. New albums, Lofty Goals, The Artists, Bay Area MC, Locksmith. Uh, Locksmith, thank you so much for joining me at the library with Tim Minekel on rapstation.com. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much.
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.